Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting edition of Monday Motivation. This is Rabbi Garfinkel of Project 613 of Chicago with an incredible message for you today. Like, incredible. Now, why is this incredible? Because, you know, thank God we have an amazing thing called the Torah, and we read it, and we learn it, and we live it, and we bring it into our lives. And we do it year after year, year after year. And then sometimes the lessons just jump off the page. They smack you between the eyes. And it's like, oh my goodness. You have a moment that is just, you're just overwhelmed with the relevance and power of the Torah. And my family and I had one such moment this past Shabbos. And we want to share it with you. Well, I guess I'm the rep, so I'll share it with you. So here we go. So in this past week of a double Torah portion called Tazria Mitzora. Now I know this is on top of everyone's reading list. It deals with, uh, I'll tell you the mistranslation. The mistranslation is leprosy. It's not leprosy. It is uh, something who, who gets this is called a mitzora, someone who has tsara'as. Now, tsara'as is a physical manifestation of a spiritual malady, okay? This is not something you go to the doctor for. This is something, actually, one of the proofs that it's not a physical malady only is that the Torah says that to, in order to check if this really is tzaras, you know who you need to go to? You need to go to the Kohen. You need to go to the priest. Well, the priest doesn't have any medical knowledge, per se. He has to identify if it really is tzaras. But there's deeper lessons maybe we can get to later about why specifically the Kohen is the person you go to. Now, but so where does this come from? If this is really a – it is a skin disease, it is debilitating – and, uh, but it's, but as a spiritual cause, again, it's the physical manifestation of a spiritual malady. So what's the spiritual malady? And actually the actual word mitzora is a contraction. It's a hint to the sin that is most associated with tzaras. Mitzora means motzi ra, bringing forth evil, meaning Evil speech, what many people call Lashon Hara, evil tongue, evil speech. By the way, that uh, the laws of Lashon Hara are intense and intricate of what it is permissible to say about another person. And as I often get from my students, yeah, but it's true, the guy really is a blank diddy blank. Doesn't matter, that's still Lashon Hara, even if it's true. If it's made up, then that's a different category. That's called slander. <clears throat> which is not the subject of today's discussion. So this person gets Saras from speaking Lashon Hara. Now look at what this person, what happens to this person. And we are in chapter 13 of Leviticus, of Vayikra, in Pasuk, in verse Memhe 45. And it says, V'hatzerua asher bohanega, Bigadav, you frumim v'rosho yefarua, v'alsavam yatet v'tame tame yikra. Okay, isn't that cool? Bring you back to your bar mitzvah days over here. All right, so what does the verse say? <clears throat> it says, And the person with saras in whom there is the affliction, his garment shall be rent, torn. The hair of his head shall be unshorn. He's got to not cut his hair at all. And he shall cloak himself up to his lips. Yate. 
He's out, and this is where we almost fell over. That literally this person has to cover his mouth up past his mustache to his nose. Now, I know that's not CDC guidelines. It has to be over the nose. But it's unbelievable. The message to this person is you used your language inappropriately. You used your mouth to hurt other people. You know what your punishment is going to be? You got to cover over your mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, the entire world for the last almost year, 14, 15, 16 months, has had by mandate to cover their mouths up to their nose, past their nose. Why? Well, spread germs of disease. Okay, spread germs. But it's also to, not, to, to this lesson, this lesson of not spreading Lashon Hara. There's, there's physical infecting other people, and there's also spiritually infecting other people with negativity, with tearing people down as opposed to building people up. And when I, the name of this podcast is the original mask mandate. Who who is the original one who mandated a mask? It was a Kodesh Baruch, it was a Shem. He said, You're gonna speak Lushan Hara? You're gonna speak negative about other people? You know you know what's gonna to happen to you? You're gonna get a skin disease and you're gonna to have to cover your mouth because it's in, indicating to you that you need to get better. Have we stopped in this whole pandemic? And gone beyond the squabbling of the scientific and who's this and should vaccine and no and this and mask and inside and outdoors and all the squabbling. Has anyone stopped and thought, is there a spiritual reason why this might be happening? Do you think there could be an entire global pandemic around the entire world that Hashem is not sending us a message? Are we that thick and dunce and dense to think that it's just happenstance and there's no lesson for us? All right, Rabbi, I'm getting fired up over here. Because clearly it is. Just as the original Mitzorah had to cover his or her mouth, so too we do as well. And, and I'll finish with the most unbelievable, the next verse. I know you're on the edge of your seats for verse 46. It says like this. I'll go straight to the English. All the days of the affliction is upon him. He shall remain contaminated. He is contaminated. Contaminated. He shall dwell in isolation. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. He's in quarantine. It's literally our situation. How many people have been, or maybe even still are in quarantine? The key word, and it's unbelievable. This is in the Torah. And it's and it's speaking to us. And if we let coronavirus go without thinking how we can be a better person and how we can improve our language. We'll have missed the opportunity. The Almighty has grabbed the entire globe by its lapels and given a little, little shake. By the way, this is a little shake. You know what a big shake is? The big shake was the bubonic plague, okay, in the 1300s, right? Can you imagine that? Where two-thirds of all of Europe died? Okay, that's a big shake. We got a little shake here. Are we going to wake up? Are we going to wake up? Are we going to become better. We get to focus on what we're going to say and how we're going to say it to other people. So if there's something we motivated about is two things. First of all, the tour is timeless and its message is so uplifting. It's relevant. It's not an old history book. That's one thing that's just motivating and so exciting. The second thing is we should take it as a motivation to become better people, to be more careful with what we say, and maybe even start to learn the basic laws about what does it mean to speak about other people and how to do it in a kosher way. And Amir Tzashem, with God's help, we won't be able to take the mask off 
and be able to come back, everyone together, in a world of unity and harmony. Have a great day and a great week. God bless.